From the nearest comic book to the farthest cinematic universe, journey into the past, present, and future of your fandom. This is Meanwhile. This is Meanwhile. This is Meanwhile. Twenty-two pages later, with your hosts, the Cap, MFG, and Ralph the Tech. Please stand by. Just to give you an idea how different this podcast is from the last podcast we did. The last podcast we did, I had um, tequila. This podcast, I am drinking tea. Guess the show goes to show you that 2023 is going to be very different. But you're drinking something with a tea. Welcome to another edition of Meanwhile, 22 pages later, episode 231. Jesus Christ. I'm one of your hosts, The Cap. And in an effort to be more positive, I will start my intros with something, you know, a little bit more positive. So let's see how long this lasts. So joining me, as always, is the man who makes the best homemade salsa dip for tortilla chips on this side of the um, the eastern seaboard. At least that's the way I feel. He is Mike, also known as MFG. Damn right I do, you jerk. <laughs> pick, pick on the nice guy, nice. All right, well, it is 2023, and I I did want to start off, I had said uh, in the last, po- last podcast that there would be something different this time. Mm-hmm. So now we know that life can be hard being black, especially in horror and thriller films. We all know that when the killer strikes and everybody splits up, if you're black, you ain't coming back. All right, <laughs> but these feisty individuals managed to defy the odds, and not only did they come back, they watch the end credits roll by. So to celebrate a new year with some positive vibes, I'm going to name that surviving character along with the description of the film. Your job is to name the actor and the film. Wow. Good luck. <laughs> oh, I thought it was making it easier, but you were just positive. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think the first one to get you rolling is nice and easy. So are we ready? Uh-huh. All righty. Danny Rich is part of a film crew that finds a giant crushing danger along the Amazon River. Hmm. I got it. Yeah. All righty. So like I said, again, uh, I'll repeat it one more time. Danny Rich is part of a film crew that finds a giant crushing danger along the Amazon River. You need to name the actor that played Danny Rich and the name of the movie. And let's just all remember, again, this is... Black people that survive to the end of a horror and thriller. <laughs> I got it. And, and we'll hear that at yeah. the end of the quick news. Obviously. Exactly. Same place, just a different flavor. All right, cool. All right. I can't wait to give it a try and fail again. Um, <laughs> and our other illustrious host is the man who will help you out of any situation as long as he has a bunch of time and free hands. He is RT Squared, Ralph the Tech. Damn right. I'm your man. <laughs> so the other day, as I was sitting in the dentist chair, waiting for him to come in and drill whatever cavities might have popped up in my teeth. I don't know. I like the sweets. <laughs> I was sitting there, and out of nowhere, the lights started flashing. Next thing I know, these aliens pop out and started probing the inside of my mouth, putting in all types of tiny machinery. I'm picking up signals that haven't even been created yet and signals that no longer exist. It was crazy. And right when they were about to throw me out the door into the, uh, <clears throat> into the vacuum of space, a thought occurred to me. Job interviews feel like a conversation between two liars, both of which knows that the other is lying. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> yeah. Could we it's say the same thing about true. dating? 100%. Oh, no, yeah, completely. 100%. Everybody's trying to impress each other. <laughs> no, I often tell people when uh, you know, talking about dating, I'm like, it's just a job interview. With the possibility of sex. 
<laughs> that's about it. That's a good possibility. I'd sign up for that. I think one of the best people that kind of mentioned it was Chris Rock when he said, when you meet people when you're first dating, you're not meeting them, you're meeting their representative. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So on today's show, we're going back to an animated property that we didn't think we were going back to. Honestly, I didn't think we were going back to. Um, this this animation sequence or this animation property is full of blood, action, and fatalities. But is this animated movie victorious or should we finish it? On this episode, we will be reviewing the WB animated feature Mortal Kombat Legends Battle of the Realms. But first, Mike has been kind enough to bring geek happenings right to you in a nice short segment. So here he is, Mike. And it's quick news. And now, the quick news. Brought to you by MFG. And Ralph and Cap. And that quick news intro was brought to you by Forget About It Loser, also known as Fail. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that, that that's a place that you just don't want to work at. I <laughs> but, but I bet we know a, a few members of that group. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All righty. For the hoes at home with an odd fascination with Sony's mostly failed Spider-Man adjacent spinoffs, Madam Web has wrapped filming. The Dakota Johnson vehicle will be released in theaters on February 16th of 2024, following Craving the Hunter, which will be coming out on October 6th of 2023, and Bad Bunny's El Muerto on January 12th of 2024. Does anyone care? And also, does anyone know about El Muerto and the fact that they're making a movie? I'm like, why is this a movie? <laughs> <laughs> now, I mean, but you know Sony's going to try everything and anything to... to Spream out the leftover success of Spider-Man out of their remaining characters, being that they know that they, you know, like they can't really get Tom. Ho I mean, they could get Tom Holland, but without Disney's help, yeah, they're kind of like grasping at straws. I guess is the best thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, well they, they've proven that they don't know what's going on with that. Surprised? No. I mean, you know, that's, that's just me, Ralph. I wasn't surprised to hear that any of these movies are coming out. I've always wanted to see a Craven the Hunter movie. I just hope that they do it really good. Yeah, I, I've seen, I mean, not even clips. It's just like, you know, the behind the scenes, or not behind the scenes, just like a, a picture of the action of the filming. And, you know, you know, you know, everybody knows Madam Webb. You know, she's the old woman that's sitting in the chair because mm -hmm. she's got a debilitating disease. Nope, this is a young woman running around town in a, a blazer, a red blazer. And I'm like... Yeah, that's that's going to work. Does she have wow. psychic powers as well? I don't. I mean, according to their description of the movie, sure. Is she connected to the Spider-Verse? We don't know how this is going to work, but they're probably going to try. And the fact that also, like I said, I mean, she's Dakota Johnson. She's from the, the Fifty Shades of Grey movie, so you know about the age of the person. She's also with Julia Carpenter, who becomes eventually one of the Spider-Women in Marvel. So I'm like, yeah, this makes no sense. I don't know what's going on, and I don't care. <laughs> Apparently, old women don't sell movies. You need to have young sexy women in order to appeal to the masses really i've never heard that you should go to hollywood and tell them this uh, i've tried multiple times but they don't listen hashtag to me too <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh i get my first one wow. all right, all right. <laughs> what else we got there mike all right last but not least jinkies the highly anticipated and unsurprisingly controversial premiere of Velma was HBO Max's most watched animated series debut ever hmm. the mindy kyling voice uh Mystery Solver is an adult take on the classic Scooby-Doo character who is now of South Asian heritage. But of course, 
When you race swap a fictional persona, the internet trolls will have their say. As a sudden tsunami of negative audience reviews on Rotten Tomatoes leaves an audience score of only 7%. What? Wow. Yeah. No matter how bad it is, it couldn't be that bad. Uh, the Scooby gang can stay home because there is no mystery for that low rating. I'll say this. I mean, I've already felt some, I felt some way when I heard about this show coming out. But I guess if you're going to do a Scooby um, spinoff, but have all the characters, you're not going to have Scooby? But uh, but I feel like it was gonna be shock value for shock value. That was more of my issue. Not be interesting or be funny. It was just gonna be oh, let's just do Scooby, but make it more edgy. And you know, I just had a feeling it was gonna fail from the beginning. I don't know. I haven't watched it yet. I'm looking forward to it actually. I am waiting to reserve judgment to actually watch it and see because so far there's two episodes out. Yeah. Right. So I want to see it before actually seeing if that 7% actually makes sense. Yeah. I'm, I'm, like I said, I doubt it will because no matter how bad anything is, we've seen some bad things that still garner 20 and 30% in audience review. I'm like, there's reasons for this low rating. We know what they are. I, yeah. A whole bunch of bots that have been created to give it a low rating. Yeah. Oh, uh, the bots. <laughs> Why can't the bots ever do something nice? Like help world peace. Because they haven't been programmed to do it. Exactly. <laughs> but that is all my quick That's news. That's all your quick news. And um, before we go into anything else, I don't even know what to call this segment now because I'm so used to talking about horribly reviewed movies. We'll figure it out at some point. But could you repeat the hint and the rules? And this way we'll try to get it. Once again, this is for black people that survive to the end of horror and thriller movies. So I'm going to, I am I give you the description of the movie and I'm give you a pretty good description actually. I'm not mm-hmm. being that vague. It's not a horrible description. Uh, and I'm giving you the character name. So you just need to give me the actor that played that character and the name of the movie. And obviously the char- uh, the actor is going to be a black actor. Right. So okay. once again, Danny Rich is part of a film crew that finds a giant crushing danger along the Amazon River. This one's a good one. This is uh, a gimme. This is a gimme. I'm going to so take a get, But see, I, I, I know that I don't watch Anaconda, which is Anaconda, Anaconda, and I can't remember the cast except for Jennifer Lopez, but I think the other one was Ice Cube. So it's got to be Ice Cube. It is correct. The answer is Ice Cube played Danny Rich, and the movie is Anaconda. That, it was such a gimme. I, I don't really know. That. See, he, he, that's how he suckers you in. Yep. <laughs> First one's free. First one's free. I, mean, I, I guess what? Drug dealers and, and I won't say the rest. <laughs> Drug dealers and Mike. <laughs> so all of you that are listening there that got it right, congratulations this time. <laughs> oh, now you know it's only going to get harder from here. The challenge is on. <laughs> Ralph. Come got- December, it's going to be like... It was this guy who did this and this and this and this and this and this planet on the, another world in a movie that hasn't been created yet. With a person who Sounds played right. black. <laughs> so, he was in blackface. Right. No, what? Damn. <laughs> um, do you have any quick news, Ralph? Uh, no, I do not. I could make up something and say, you know, just a vamp, but that just would be out of character for me. You know, I would never do something. It's like too that. early in Take up too much time and, and just, you know, uselessness. That's not me. All right. It's not okay. Me. All right. Um, I actually have some quick news, and I don't know if Mike was on to it. I'm pretty sure. And that's our show. Thank you for coming wow. in. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say quick show. I said quick news. Um, I know that we've been following the whole Ezra Miller debacle with the movie and his and his antics and all this other stuff. Did he take over a country yet? No, they're talking about they're talking about bringing him back to DC. Bringing him Acqu- back. According, where'd he go? According to Variety, they're talking about that some Warner Brothers executives are willing to talk to Ezra Miller. Um, including James Gunn and Peter um, Safran. They're talking about talking with um, Ezra Miller about doing future things with DC. And I'm like, wait, what? After all the things he's been through? Now, right now, that's only a, a report from Variety, but 
It could be false, but what, Variety's- What's he going to do? Kidnap former staff and hold them <laughs> hostage until DC uses them? <laughs> Creativity. Creativity. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I was just, I mean, I saw it originally on, um, I saw it on TikTok, and then I um, looked up Variety and some other places, and they've been reporting it as well. I'm like, wow, are you serious? I didn't so you get rid of went away. So you get rid of Cavill, you get rid of The Rock, which I, I understand, but then the, the most problematic, the problematic actor you have on your staff, you're going to keep- yeah. They got rid of Affleck? I'm not Affleck. Um, Affleck. <laughs> Cavill and I what, love that duck. Ca- Cavill and Dwayne Johnson. I'm sorry. I would pay to see the Affleck duck as Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I would be first in line in that movie. Better than George Clooney. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Could you imagine? Martha. <laughs> wow. What did no. you say? Martha. <laughs> Martha. Oh, my gosh. All right. All right, guys. I guess we're done with the quick news. So let's go on to what we're here to talk about. And we're here to talk about the gore, the the the, the brutality of Mortal Kombat Legends, Battle of the Realms. And with a synopsis, is a guy who loved this movie the first time, so much so, he's here to help you out again. He is Mike also known as MFG. Take it away. Woo! Alrighty. Mortal Kombat Legends Battle of the Realms is a direct-to-video animated feature. It is the second film in a franchise series of animated Mortal Kombat Legends and a direct sequel to the previous release, Mortal Kombat Legends Scorpion's Revenge. Battle of the Realms was directed by Ethan Spaulding from a screenplay by Jeremy Adams. The film sources heavily from the games Mortal Kombat 2, Mortal Kombat 3, Mortal Kombat Deception, and Mortal Kombat X. Uh, Mortal Kombat Legends Battle of the Realms has a Rotten Tomatoes rating of 50% with an audience of 60% and an IMDb weighted average of 65 out of 100. Hmm. Yeah. Consistent. Yeah, there you go. All right. Okay. Time for a little synopsis. Picking up after the... Okay. Time for a little synopsis. Picking up after the less than memorable events of MKL, Scorpion's Revenge, Lord Raiden, Liu Kang, Sonya Blade, Johnny Cage, Jax, and... Red Shirt Striker are tackling the armies of Princess Katana. As the battle is paused, Lord Raiden gives up his godhood in order to compete in a final Mortal Kombat to defend Earthrealm from a last-ditch attack by the evil Emperor Shao Kahn. Shao, 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 Shao Kahn? Shao Kahn? Shao Kahn? Shao Kahn? Shao Kahn, send your minions, send your minions, Shao Kahn. Send your minions, that's all you're going to do, Shao Kahn, getting beaten, getting beaten, Shao Kahn. Getting beaten, we don't feel for you. Shao Kahn want to know what Kang's going to do. He'll shoot fireballs till you're black and blue. Shao Kahn, what the children want's going to do. He's going to womp, stomp, burn your ass, and break skull in two. Sonya has Johnny in her arms and thrills him with her charm, Shao. And Liu Kang's fighting with Chinook, Shao. The realms have merged into a nightmare scene. Chinook's dying, Shao. Baby Lou's making them scream. Liu Kang rocks you. Rocks you. And really, that's about it. Um, and, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Scorpio also shows up to move the plot along. <laughs> That movie is starring Jordan Rodriguez as Luke Kang, Dave B. Mitchell as Raiden, Joe McHale as Johnny Cage, Jennifer Carpenter as Sonya Blade, Ike Amadi as Jack Brink, uh, Briggs, Matthew Mercer as Curtis Stryker, Fred Tatashori as Shao Kahn, Art Butler as Shang Tsung, uh, Robin Atkin Downs as Chinook, Gray Griffin as Katana, Patrick Seitz as Scorpion, Bayardo de Magoria as uh, Sub-Zero, Matthew Yang King as Kung Lao, Paul Nakauchi as Lin Kwai Grandmaster, Emily O'Brien as Jade, and the surprise, Matthew Lillard as Shaggy Rogers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was a great... Uh, Get over here! Yeah. <laughs> I was very surprised to see that. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> For a moment, I thought that the Scooby gang was actually going to be in the movie. It might have made it that better. That funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get into it. 
Mortal Kombat Legends Battle of the Realms. But before we even touch that subject, let's press that spoiler button. We've paid so much money for Warning, the following segment contains information that may ruin your enjoyment of the media in review. So if you believe this might upset you, piss off, you wanker. Ah, and that surly spoiler warning was brought to you by Steve Francis of Stush Productions. Stush! All right, let's talk about it. All right, Mortal Kombat Legends, Battle of the Realms. So this movie picks up in the beginning with, I guess... Uh, um, showing what happened, how Liu Kang got to Raiden. Um, and showing that Raiden could really care less about parents. <laughs> right? He could have saved the mother. He could have been there a lot earlier. <laughs> he could have cauterized that wound and saved nope, the real nuts. Sorry, nope, can't do anything for you. <laughs> I want a baby. <laughs> I just love like seeing all those Baraka. I don't know what the uh, yeah. would be. Um, I just love all those. And the dad's like, Switchblade. I'm like, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my thing about that uh, that um, introduction scene. Did I mean, and and mind you, first of all, do any of you guys remember without having to look back at the movie? Do any of you guys remember, or did you guys remember the first Mortal Kombat cartoon we reviewed? Not that clearly. Not that clearly. I mean, okay. it was all about Scorpion and his revenge. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that nails it. Okay, thanks for coming on the show. Um, no, no, no. The reason why I say it is because. I look at the violence here, and, and obviously we know it's Mortal Kombat, it's violent, but it just felt like it was already gratuitous right off the bat, mm-hmm. but felt so cartoonish and generic. Yeah. Was that the same feel you guys got? Yeah, it, it, I mean, the Scorpion's Revenge, because it opened up, obviously, with, well, we had him like literally raining blood was over him. Um, it felt more gory than this one. And maybe it's because they replicated so much of... Um, what is it, Mordecai? Was it Deception that started with the bone breaking mm-hmm. and stuff like that? Maybe it's because they rep- uh, replicated that so exacting that it it just felt like the video game at that point. It didn't feel like the animated feature. It just felt like, oh, I'm watching some unknown scene of a video game. And I think that kind of pulled me out of it. All right. Ralph? Yeah, as Mike says, it did feel like a series of cutscenes that were put together to make into a, a movie. And because of how uh, gory um, Scorpion's Revenge was, you were kind of desensitized to it this time, where it's like, oh, all right, blood again. Okay, yeah, sure, yeah. I think that's what it was. But I mean, even like even before you get to the bone crunching of the X-ray sequence that you're talking about, yeah. Mike, um, the thing about the fight scene in the beginning with the Barakas and, and Liu Kang's parents, like it's like headshot, headshot. I squared off the head, and, and I just yeah. It was, it was like it felt like if I'm trying to think of a really badly drawn cartoon. Doing those kind of sequences yeah, where I just found like there was no effect. It felt very flat. That, yeah. There we go. I had to talk it through. Yeah. Very flat. Yeah, but I thought like Scorpion's Revenge, it was different. It, it yeah. felt like it felt much more visceral. I think it's because it was just violence as opposed to uh, video game mimicking violence. Right. Okay. You know, but yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> it's funny how you bring up that point. Oh, you could have totally saved that baby. <laughs> <laughs> really could have. Um, how? Um, then we get to catching up with. Um, Johnny Cage. How long did it take for Johnny Cage to annoy you? Holy hell! <laughs> when I saw him, <laughs> holy hell! I didn't realize how much he annoyed me. It's Johnny Cage at this point, especially at this point, even in Mortal Kombat. Now, granted, I mean I don't play that many video games, and I don't ever play the story modes of them for the most part. Right. Um, so I don't know what's going on. Maybe something's changed. You guys can tell us um, from out there. But at this point, when you look at the Mortal Kombat characters, he's pointless, and so is Sonya Blade. Uh, you know, what I mean, as 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 fighters, you're like. 
everybody else has fantastical abilities. Like, like, cause even in the film, even here, they couldn't make Johnny's ability. Like he, he did his famous kick and they would just knock someone back a little bit. And I'm like, really? That that's all you got? <laughs> you know? well, it's the shadow kick. Yeah. But it just didn't do anything. I mean, like, like, you know what I mean? Like somehow Sonya, her handstand helicopter legs knocked people back during the competition but he's like barely pushing a Baraka back like about what, six feet? <laughs> and not even like like flying, flying through the air. They're just stumbling backwards. I'm like, well, you're pointless at this point. And he was annoying and he was pointless. Yeah, I, I just can't stand the character. He felt like Ryan Reynolds. Shout yes. out to Ryan Reynolds. But it was Joe McHale, so that we were similar. Wow. <laughs> How about you, Ralph? Um, he didn't annoy me per se. As you know, I am one to enjoy. Even the dumbest of comic reliefs. It is true. <laughs> That's why I went to you last. I was hoping that you would, you know, um, positive. But it did get uh, annoying to a point where you see, like, like granted, like, they sh- if these are the chosen heroes for Earthrealm, like, they should all have some sort of superior ability right. instead of just, you know, the basic fighting skills that uh, a warrior would have. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because um, it basically, it's like, you know, especially for the main two characters, which I do find funny, um, is that it's like, they're just, we're Americans. We got that go-to. Get, and you're like, yeah, that's not going to do it against somebody that can summon up soul. And, <laughs> you know, I mean, Ash Striker. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Spoilers. I mean, obviously, but. <laughs> Dude, when, when, when you get possessed and made to rip off your own head, yeah. <laughs> there's, it's like, I'm just going to go home. <laughs> it's, it's not something to lose your head over. Yeah. Wow. That did not deserve that. <laughs> At all. So then, I mean, after we see this battle between, you know, um, you know, with, with um, Sonya and Jax and all these guys and, and, and Liu Kang, then Raiden meets up with Shao Kahn and they meet up with the, I guess, the well, Elder Gods. The Elder Gods and talk about, let's have one more tournament. Did it feel like, oh, we're doing this all over again? Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, once you get down to. Let's have one more tournament after we already beat you in the last tournament. I mean, which is like what Johnny um, Blade even said, you know, it's like, yeah, again? yeah, it's like, again, we just beat you. <laughs> you know, that was, a, you know, we had a thousand years to do it again. And then you get Raiden, it's like, oh, yeah, but like, this will put an end to it finally. I'm like, really, will it? That's what you said last time. That's kind of the way I felt. It was like, you know, listening to talk about it, like, well, you know, will that really put an end to it? Well, didn't stop you like at the end of the last one. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Ralph explains it all. Fuck. You're welcome. <laughs> so, You're not welcome in 2023. <laughs> hey, I'm welcome in every goddamn year, <laughs> even year zero. <laughs> so, according to Raiden, so because Shao Kahn had won the past nine Mortal Kombat's, right? That last Mortal Kombat that they had won would have been the tenth one, which would have then merged the worlds, right? What Raiden wanted to do was to have. The last, because even though they had won it, in a thousand years, there was going to be another Mortal Kombat, and then another, and then another, and then another, until they had 10 again, right? Um, so what Raiden's plan was to have one final thing to end it all. That's it. This is the last Mortal Kombat. If we win this, there's no more Mortal Kombats, no more merging of the worlds. It, it's over. That's why... And he turned makes and said, with my incredible crew, uh, the Hangman and Harley Quinn <laughs> and Deadshot as my entire team of Suicide Squad is we're going to take you down. Yeah. Wow. So, so that's that's what Raiden's plan was. Uh, okay. So? Yeah, no, it was. This has been? Ralph explains it all. You're welcome. God. <laughs>
<laughs> that guy's incredible. I just want to say, yeah, he's something, right? I love the way you talk about yourself in the same breath <laughs> oh, no, as two different people. It's a different guy. <laughs> it's a different Ralph. There, 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 there's a condition in DSM for that. <laughs> Awesomeness? Saying. Of course there is. Wow. <laughs> Delusional. So, so now what I love, though, is that so like you know he agrees to do this final Mortal Kombat. Right. And then he's like, I want to fight. I'm like... But you're much more powerful just helping off That's the That's what side. bothered me. But then, but then he gets the power. But when he gets the powers, you're like, okay, so he's going to be immortal with lightning powers. Nope, nope, nope. Everyone else seems to have powers mm-hmm. except for him. And I'm like, well, why doesn't he keep his powers? Also, he, he could have probably healed a lot of people with his god yeah. powers. Yeah. He, he, even Stryker with his, you know, head. No, nah, he wasn't like, healing that. Possibly. No, no, no. He no, could have no. done something. No, he just would have welded it back together and sat him in the corner like a rag doll. That, <laughs> that, that would not be inspiring for any team member. <laughs> but I can do this for you. <laughs> I did have a problem with that because even though he said, well, who do you think trained, you know, so-and-so? I was like, that that's not a selling point. We're facing gods now. Yeah. I mean, we're facing people with powers and you're going to be powerless. I, I was really struggling to find the logic in that. Yeah, but especially considering that he had his ass kicked one, two, three by like, what, Paperboy? <laughs> <laughs> you owe me money! <laughs> you know? Two dollars! Exactly. Now, at some point, we also see the subplot with um, Sub-Zero and with um, Scorpion. Well, actually, we, it's with Sub-Zero and Smoke. Right. Um, how, do we, how do we feel about that, that subplot of, you know, I guess it's Sub-Zero's... Um, Sensei that had said, okay, we're going to, you know, we're, we're going to take on a new person to be mercenaries for, and we're going to have some right. soldiers be robotic. I mean, well, I mean, that, that was the end all, but what I, you know, so what we're getting though, is that this is not the Sub-Zero from the Scorpion's Revenge right. because that Scorpion, I mean, that Sub-Zero has been murdered. So this is his brother. Um, you know, I mean, when, when you saw the new uh, Sub-Zero and then you saw Smoke, the first thing you think is, oh God, this is going to be a better movie. And, and, and then it was just part of that same movie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, it was just cool seeing the characters briefly. And then it wasn't because eventually they just made Sub-Zero into Iceman by the end of the movie. <laughs> but Which, when he started going around with ice slides, I'm like, we're done. Yeah, but you know, how can he, how, it, it just bothered me. I'm like, wait, you're doing ice slides now, but when you were falling down off the side of the building, yeah. you couldn't do that? Yeah, he couldn't do anything. Like he, Nothing. He, he was suddenly able to, like, with a wave of a hand, freeze those cyborgs that were after him, but meanwhile, couldn't stop them normally. And I'm like, yeah, this is making no sense. But so, you know, so Sub-Zero um, meeting Smoke and then eventually Sub-Zero dealing with uh, Scorpion. It was just filler. It was, it, was, it was a very subplot for a movie that didn't have a lot of plot. You know, <laughs> as opposed to again the Scorpion's Revenge, which was much better, I thought. Oh, wow. Okay, Ralph. I would have loved to have seen Smoke survive because he's such a cool character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he was turned into a robot, so that ended that. Yeah, like one, two, three. <laughs> I was like, damn, wow, already. Well, they killed one of my favorite Mortal Kombat characters, the one I like to play all the time. I was very angry. I'm like, Kung Lao. It's, oh. just, it's just a hat. I, I have to think about a hat with a metal brim, you know. But you always know that if there's an, a character that has some sort of weapon that spins and flies that he throws, it's going to be used against him. Oh, God, yeah. Unless you're Captain America. I mean, it's been used against him multiple times. Only only in the one movie. I mean, in the comics all the time. Well, he hasn't had to shove to <laughs> his chest. Saw, as they, as they, <laughs> hasn't saw it in half, but yeah. Captain Britain. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, like I mean, you know, once he threw that that the the hat at uh, Shao, um, Shadow Khan, uh, Shao Khan, excuse me, yeah, uh, Shao Khan. Wait, oh. was it, wait, you were saying Kun Lao, and then you were yeah. saying Shao Khan. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm saying he threw the hat at uh, at uh, Shao Khan. Yes. Um, when it came back and hit him in the chest, you're like, 
Oh, it's still rotating. Oh, maybe he's going to be okay. <laughs> you know, and then when he rips it out, you're like, Whoa! and you're like, well, that's probably going to hurt a bit. Oh, wait, he's putting his hands in the middle of, oh, he's just prime. Oh, he ripped him in half. Yeah. <laughs> you know, which if Raiden had his powers, maybe there could have been two Kung Lao. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, it's funny. There's a part of me that was watching it and saying, okay, now I know part of what makes Mortal Kombat interesting are the deaths. It's kind of like what makes, um, um, Walking Dead, interesting. You don't know who's gonna die. You don't know who's gonna mm -hmm. end up surviving. Um, but I felt like the deaths, the deaths were um, predictable. I don't know if you guys felt that way because I was like, okay, Raiden's gonna die because he turned into a mortal. Right. I'm like, all right, he's dead. Well, it's also don't forget what is he um, considered for a hero story? The he, martyr. He's hmm? the martyr. No, not just that. I mean, he's he's the dad. Oh. He's the he's oh, a family right. member. Yeah. That has and to die were, in yeah. order for the child to go. Now I can do it. <laughs> you know? Now these powers that I didn't have, I can I can access them now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, he died. But Kung Lao's like, wait, he how long? How much dialogue he had? One, maybe two lines. Oh, he's dead. <laughs> but what but really got me though is, um, you know, if you pay attention to any part of that, the montage early, the, the first montage of the fights, Shao Kahn comes out and fights. They're all alive. Yeah. Who won? And why were there no deaths? Like, like through that entire it's thing. Knockouts also. Right. But I'm, no, but I'm just saying, but like, it's Shao Kahn. Like, he has no reason to be like, eh, I'll just knock you out a little bit. I mean, they, so I'm like, so all of them survived and someone survived Shao Kahn. How is that even possible? <laughs> I also have an issue with people healing up really quickly. Oh, instantly. So Sonya gets um, a blade right through the thigh mm -hmm. and then is fighting in the next sequence. Yeah. Tony gets stabbed on the side again. Like, well, if you look at Sonya's family tree, you actually see that she's a, uh, related to Wolverine, oh which explains God. the high healing factor. Oh Lord, I wish I wish it was that easily explained. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's not. Yeah, but also, I just love the, the very first fight. I mean, which is it's like, at least if you're going to be an asshole, at least be an effective fighter. That's an asshole. So you know, you get Johnny Blaze the first fight. He somehow doesn't take Mortal Kombat seriously, even though he knows exactly what's at stake. Not only does he know that the whole world is at stake, he knows that he could just be murdered. <laughs> you know, like uh, you know, so instantaneous. Like, so, you know, right? And I'm just like, I'm sorry. I, I would think a guy at his level of fighting has been kicked in the nuts so often that there's just callous over there. Like it's just, <laughs> it's just not going to happen. But uh, you know, um, but and also the fact that like they were like, ah, eh, we didn't kill him. I'm like. Why? <laughs> because, he, I mean, I was, I was rooting for them to kill him. <laughs> I really thought he was going to get it. I was hoping, but no, he's just one of those mainstays that, and I don't understand. I, I, I don't know if it's because he is a human with no ability. I mean, with no, I, I can imagine that's part ability. of it. I can imagine this. I don't know if that, but I'm saying like why it seems, at least for the movies and stuff, that he seems to be a fan favorite. I don't well, really know if Johnny Blades is a fan favorite. Well, in the second one, he died. In the second one, the original series, Annihilation, he yeah. died. Right, right, right. Okay. The live action movie. Yeah, the right. live action movie. He right. dies within like the first 10 minutes, or, I think. As, even as, less than that. As he should. I mean, it's just like, like you don't have <laughs> so anything. You saw how excited Mike got for that one? As he yeah. should. <laughs> if only they took Damian Wayne with him, you know? Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> he's basically saying he should have died before he was born. Pretty much. <laughs> you know. Oh my God! But but how, what do you think about the tournament as a whole? I mean, Mike brings up an excellent point that um, there was an inconsistency with, I guess, how fi the, the 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 fights were resolved. But there's a part of me that kind of likes that only because in the video game, not everybody can pull, pull off a fatality. I mean, a player, like not not the actual character, right. the player themselves. Because they were like up, down, up, down, and then you had to do it in a certain time, and then all of a sudden your opponent falls, and like you won. Right. So, but but at the that. same time, though, all of our, you know, the protagonist side, they were just killing them left and right. And I'm like, but you just, just not, you know, or just like think about it. Um, what is it? Uh, 
uh, Shao Kahn kills Raiden. Uh, after Raiden barely could fight anybody, suddenly sprung back with this moves of I don't know what, <laughs> then gets killed, and then like you know uh, was it uh, Liu Kang comes out, Shao Kahn just smacks him around, then it's like eh. I'm like well, you could just killed him then, <laughs> like like I, I don't understand the point of this you know but he got his second wind I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 I guess the 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 tournament was underwhelming yeah I I, I did find it very underwhelming like like I said and, and like we said earlier about the deaths or even the violence it was just ah, okay. And I'm, oh, a limo's going to hit here or someone's going to break that and you're going to slow-mo my x-ray here. You know, I'm like, it, it just it just became very perfunctory. It was just like, it, it had to happen, you know? Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. Was there anything about this that you enjoyed? Because I know that might be a, a much more challenging question. Besides the Super Saiyan uh, of Liu Kang? <laughs> God damn you, Mike. Get out of my head. <laughs> yeah, everybody said I think that's I think that's the, 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 the elephant in the room. Can I just say real quick? I mean, the giant lizard snake. Useless short arm. Yeah, the whole time I'm like, why would you turn into something with with the T Rex arms in a in a a karate battle? (laughs) (laughs) Useless arms. That's that's all I wanted to say. Useless arms. Yeah. (laughs) It was just like I have a really big head. Really cute arms. (laughs) (laughs) I love that movie. For those of you who don't know, he's talking about Meet the Robinsons. <laughs> yeah. a, a very, uh, um, oh, what do they call it? Um, not underachieving, but underrated. Um, underrated. Yes. It was. That was Where, a fun movie. Yeah, it, was, it definitely was a fun movie. But you mean something else? I mean, I guess I, I liked, I mean, I didn't like the violence up until the tournament. I felt like the violence picked up a little bit in the tournament, hmm. but um, I didn't like the inconsistency of the, the, the injuries and the wounds and that kind of stuff. What do you think about um, Scorpion's redemption arc? Him saying, "Well, you know, I, you know, I'm, I know you can't forgive me, but did, did it feel very? Um, it felt like it had to happen, right? But there was no other good reason other than, for some odd reason, we decided that Scorpion, who was, I mean, especially in the video game, like when it first came out, was one of the deadliest, most evil characters. Is a good guy. I don't know why. <laughs> You're like, oh, sure. I guess he's our hero. That we don't know why he's our hero, but sure. He wasn't evil. He was just misunderstood. Come over here. <laughs> I wanted to show you my jewelry, but I threw it too hard and hit you in the chest. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's a very nice chain. My grandfather gave it to me. <laughs> I'm a chiropractor. Let me rip your spine right out of you and fix it right up. Fix it. You'll feel amazing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Um, the whole merging of the nine realms and how they try to make it work, it was felt like Doctor Strange, but really bad. Yeah. Like with the incursions and all that yeah. stuff, like how them trying to merge all the world, the, all the worlds, it just, I, I guess, I, I wonder if I would have seen, if I would have saw this animated feature, which came out before Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. if I would have felt differently. No, I saw it before then. <laughs> I saw it when it came out. Um, no, I mean it's it's just it's a bad movie because also once they merge the realms, you know, which we're hearing, oh my god, you're like, oh, we we see like what two scenes of yeah. merged realms. Mm-hmm. I'm like, just people, and, and it was the typical people, two people terrified in an alleyway, and then someone saves them. I'm like, oh, okay, I, I guess everyone hangs out in the alleyways still wherever <laughs> in that part of Earth. I, I, I guess there are alleyways. <laughs> you know? Don't forget Jax's big uh, debut with. You know, what was it Sergeant blah, 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 Jax reporting for duty? He's a major. Oh, my bad. Major something blah, 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 yeah. Jax. Reporting for duty. Yeah. Yeah. Just start shooting people. Get behind me if you want to live. <laughs> I'm like, 
I'm going to go home. Meanwhile, meanwhile, I mean, he went to a repair shop to fix his metal arm. Yeah, we don't know what he did in that. Also, by the way, I love the fact that the guys are shooting, the, the, the regular army, before he shows up, they're just shooting with gun, 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 gun. No bullets. Right? Well, they're shooting with the guns. Then he, fire, like, Jax pops up out of nowhere, Shoot fires this, like, ro- like a big rocket type thing. Mm-hmm. But what's he, what's he firing it from? He's standing on a tank that they have not used. Yeah. <laughs> one, you should the, be angry. The, I should. Yeah, tank, I saw that. The tank never fired. I'm like, are, are you saving up for something? Is it a fake tank? <laughs> Same riders from the fucking Walking Dead. Well, maybe they were all dead inside the tank. Maybe, maybe the showers are not blowers. Oh, wait, they came out wrong. <laughs> but, I mean, th- let me ask you this question. If there was some th- one change you could make on this in this movie... That could make it from being how you felt to being better. What would the change be? I'll go first. I'll say have Ra- have Raiden keep his powers and not kill him off. That's just me. Kill somebody else off. Or or have him have reduced level powers. Okay. Right? Because he still have the lightning, but just not to the god level that he was before. Yeah. Uh, writers have aneurysms. <laughs> it would have helped. Wow. No, um, no, I mean, it's it just, it, there's so much wrong. But I mean, yeah, I mean, having Raiden, I, that would have helped definitely having him having some powers because it just also would have made some sense that that was just his special technique or whatever. Um, I also just think that they just needed a better selection of uh, characters. I think we should, they should have introduced um, at least one or two good guy Mortal Kombat characters to help explain how they could have survived a little bit of this, you know, as opposed to having. What they have, four, yeah, they have four. Well, no, I'm sorry, three military people and an actor. And I'm like, and and like, and the only military person that had any special ability was Jax. Yeah, that was it. I mean, everybody else was just a hand to hand. Well, and Luke Kang. Oh, no, no, the mortals I was talking about was Striker because I was saying three oh, military. No, no, so no, like, yeah. yeah, so Striker, Jax, and Sonya, and then Johnny. But yeah, I mean, Luke Kang has a power, you know. But I'm just like, that's that. And also, did you think? The flashback when uh, Luke Kang was talking to uh, Raiden. Do you think that was a joke, or do you honestly think Raiden was completely serious when he goes? So why am I the chosen one? He goes because I chose you. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, yeah, I, I don't think he's joking. <laughs> but then he goes, and I chose you because whatever of your heart. And I'm like, mm, still not feeling that there was a destiny back there. <laughs> still feeling that he was just kind of like uh, that kid. <laughs> Well, his, his parents are dead. That'll work. Because you sat there and watched them die. <laughs> Instead of saying that kid, it sounds more like an answer of, Dad, am I the best person ever? Sure, kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and why is it that? So he's been raising Liu Kang his whole life, right? Right. He waits to right before he's about to die to relay the message that his mother gave to him. Because yeah. he, he was about, he didn't even get the chance to say it. Yeah. Because no, he did. He told that sentence. He didn't get a chance to tell him that he loved him. Right. He said, "Your, you know, your mother wanted to tell you that she loved you," and I, <laughs> and then you know his neck snapped like it was you know uh, a twig. To Grayson in the but why would uh, injustice. You? I was thinking the same thing, dude. How dare you? I was just thinking the same thing. Get out of my head. How dare you, sir? A stack of dry crackers. <laughs> but my point is, why wait until then? Like you could have told him, like, hey. Uh, Listen, you know, I saved your, I saved you, you know, while your parents were getting killed and whatnot, and she wanted me to tell you that she loved you. Yeah, he's he's an immortal god. He probably didn't even realize how much time he went by. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or he's an immortal god. He doesn't realize what it feels like to die. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just, just throwing that out there. <laughs> yeah, but, but I do agree that it was one of those things of like, well, you would have thought that because you would have thought that he would have asked. Well, no, yeah, because it's not like he didn't know that that's not his dad. <laughs> it would be different if he raised him like you know, and I never told you, right? You know, that kind of a thing. But yeah, um, did they, well in the in, in Mortal Kombat Annihilation, he does sort of die and then end up becoming a god again. Who I'm um, reading? Raiden, yeah. Oh, okay. I guess I can't. Well, I mean, the, remember at the very end of this, you see somebody in a hat that's pr- in the shadow that's probably Raiden oh, okay. looking at them as they're walking away at the end. So it's not Kun Lao? Uh, <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't that type of hat. Was it only half of a man? <laughs> we only saw half of them, so it might be true. <laughs> Maybe that's just where they left them, like they propped them up or something. Like weekend at Bernie's dude? <laughs> I don't know. He's just he's just a, he's there as a warning to other whole men. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like the way, how you would have striker. <laughs> That's horrible. Well, you know they mounted his head on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. Is there, you just, it, want, just when he died, you just knew somebody should have run out and been like, "He's dead, Jim." <laughs> They're like, we've just been waiting for him to die. Like, like let's see, let's bring in a character that. I don't, does he even exist in the actual Mortal Kombat? I think so, yeah. But what's his ability? Does he just fire a gun? Pretty much. Oh, my God. <laughs> they needed another Yeah, um, they, and they mentioned it. I, I, I got to see there's, there's a, a YouTube video where they talked about the creation of... The, I don't know when he came. I think he came on Mortal Kombat 3, Striker. Oh, okay. They talk about that they had um, included him and they, um, they, they kind of like depowered him and all this stuff to make him like... Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, Okay. So I was like, oh, well, I guess you want a weak, a weak um, person. Sure, no problem. Anything else we want to add before we go to renaming and ratings? Hmm. So Super Saiyan, yeah, sure. Why choose short arms? Makes no sense. Uh, apparently, ultimate destroyer god, easy to defeat. He's really easy to defeat. It was actually harder to defeat the, uh, the spider leg woman. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh, but we, by the way, we never did tie it up. So um, Raiden dies. And the gods come down after oh, Luke Hang oh, kicks right. Shao Kahn's sorry, yes. ass. Yes. Yeah, he kicks also, his ass. Also very anticlimactic. Yes, it was very anticlimactic. Because it's one of those things of, oh, now that someone I love died, even though I've watched a lot of heroes die, now I know how to fight really well. And, <laughs> Suddenly, and I'm able to I am cure. Cure. I totally, yeah. wow, I totally yeah. jumped that. Yeah. And I'm also able to heal myself of the curse that apparently... Uh, was really important to bring up as a curse earlier. Yeah, and they, <laughs> they brought it up and then they, he gets rid of it just as quick. Yeah, just one, two, three. Um, and, you know, so he kicks Shao Kahn's uh, yeah, ass. The gods show up and they're like, well, thank God you did that because there's an even worse thing coming. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, really? You're saving this now? So it's this destroy. What's he called? The the one being or something? The, like yeah, the, the, the one. one. The one. Uh, you know, so that's that's where Shinook. That, okay, by the way, all of this is involved in the sub, sub, subplot that you don't care about and that they barely show you is that uh, some Scorpion and Sub-Zero are trying to prevent this character Shinook from accessing the Kama Mogi, Mogu or something like that, um, which would bring upon the release of this elder god type thing that wants to destroy everything. I, th- I think the word was kimonos. Wow. It wasn't kimonos. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> if he was wearing a you fashionable was. kimono, I would have remembered. But, uh, <laughs> you know, so that, of course, you know, they don't prevent that in time. So now he becomes this elder god, the, the, the one. And now that's attacking. So all the elder gods uh, transform into ghost-like dragons and jam themselves right up into Kang Lao, um, up to Liu Kang. And um, then he just gets insane power 
that means virtually nothing because we don't know what that really means. And he fights him and boom, 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 he's dead. <laughs> then he splits the worlds back into their original independent realms, comes back down, stops glowing, and we have no idea whether or not he relinquished the power or still possesses it. But, he, right, we don't know about that. But also, the interesting part is he was just like, yeah, we're going to strive and make a new world, a better world, we'll defend it, you know, with, um, you know, without the gods. And I'm like, so they're just gone now? <laughs> <laughs> you know the most important thing is he got the girl yeah that is true yeah that's <laughs> yes i've always loved you and you've been so great as you murdered people relentlessly in your d indecisiveness about whether you're going to follow <laughs> Shao khan i think that's what he loves about her the most yeah her murderous indecisiveness it's not her weird hip pants that hip I, pants i don't even know what those things were <laughs> was it leotard wasn't it well no remember she had like a bikini top and then she had like that big open flap yeah, but it was, a, it was a main leotard and then with like yeah. side panels. Yeah, I don't know what the panel You can see how much pay, uh, attention I paid? None. <laughs> well, it's also... It's You're only, talking wardrobe, I'm like, what? <laughs> it's because it's also um, Johnny Cage mentioned it in, right. in the initial scene. He goes, that's a very nice leotard you're wearing there. Yeah, he was like, I wouldn't choose it. But. <laughs> and then she goes, I'm going to kill him. One of the many um, Joe McHale lines we love in this movie. Yeah, I love Joe McHale. He's I love Joe McHale too, but there's some things that I'm like, okay, you're you you're really like chewing on the scenery, and it's not appetizing at all. Yeah, what yeah. you gonna do? But but in that, um, like I said, that's when we eventually see the shadow that might be Raiden. But you know what the best part is? There is a third, third Mortal Kombat Legends called Snowblind, which I saw the trailer for, and I'm like, so when so, so does this take place many years after? Does it matter? Battle for the Realms? It kind of does for continuity's sake because it looks like a freaking... Conta what? Continuity? Conta what? Continuity. In this movie? Yeah. Conta what? <laughs> continuity. Because <laughs> it's like it seems like a dystopian hellscape now that like everything's gone to shit. So then whatever they did didn't matter anymore. And there's another Mortal Kombat. So when, when the fuck maybe, did this take place? Maybe we have to watch it and review it. <sighs> yeah. Ridiculous. I can't wait. <laughs> I, I think he can wait. <laughs> no, no, Mike shot me a look like he actually he's actually gonna watch it. <laughs> oh, I will watch it and we uh, will review it. <laughs> oh, I, I thought he said I already watched it. <laughs> oh no, no, not yet. I, I was gonna watch it last night, but I'm like, mm, I don't no. I, I, I was watching anime. I couldn't take that much Mortal Kombat Legends gooeyness and <laughs> at that point. Yeah, I gotta stagger my my, my Mortal Kombat ness. <laughs> That's how you got All right, so now can we do Renaming and ratings. Yes. Sure. All right. Renaming the movie. Ralph, go first. Um, blood, gore, and guts. That's all you got. Okay. I was going to say more of the same thing, combat. Mike? <laughs> Mortal Kombat Legends, now with more Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> no, because that movie would have been five hours long. <laughs> I, I do feel that when they said the one Jet Li somewhere went, copyright infringement? <laughs> Wait, they mentioned me. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, Michelle Yeoh's like, no. No, they didn't, honey. Keanu Reeves could have flinched. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> the one, Neil. You are the, the one. one. <laughs> All right. Ratings for <laughs> Mortal Kombat Legends Battle of the Realms. Ralph? I give Mortal Kombat Battle of. of <clears throat> we, we know what it is. I give this movie. There you go. Uh, six and a half. Useless mercenary karma payback out of 10. Wow. Because that shit was just hilarious. Where, um, what was the name of the evil god? Which one? Oh, the, the one collecting all the kimonos. Chinook? <laughs> <laughs> Chinook. Where Chinook is like. The Chinook? Yeah. Which is where I think that the whole name came from. <laughs> or he goes, Well, um, this is the fault with you being mercenaries. You never know who you're going to work for. Yeah. 
<laughs> and the instant karma payback. Yeah, brother. There, there is a point to that. There is a point to that. I'm going to give MK Legends Battle of the Realms. See, that's how you do it, Ralph. Show off. Yeah. Four Johnny Cage unfunny quips out of ten. It just really annoyed me. Yeah. <laughs> Mike? And here's how you really do it. I'm going to give MKL Battle of the Realms. <laughs> <laughs> Show offs. Six and a half. He's not my boyfriend out of 10. <laughs> that's, what I was, that's the main reason why she was more brutal towards the bug woman. Because she called him her boyfriend. <laughs> he's not. Well, I love that she like viciously killed him before the woman died. And she was like. He's not my boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, at the end, she did the D-Day pose with him. Yeah, she basically got no consent and started molesting him. So or, go with that wherever you want. I'm sorry, V-Day, V-Day. Hashtag me too. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. You go, girl. You get yours. <laughs> so there you have it. Mortal Kombat Legends Battle of the Realms. Just in case you want some more. Hey, there's a third one coming up. I mean, not right now, obviously, but yeah. <laughs> but check this one out if you want to figure out what continuity is about. In the meantime, don't go anywhere. Rocket Review is next. Hi, I'm MFG, and this is my two-minute Rocket Review of the NBC crime drama thriller, The Endgame. When today's audiences hear The Endgame, their minds turn to The Avengers. But this 10-episode series is about Revengers. Stylish criminal mastermind Elena Fedorova allows herself to be captured and brought to a secret FBI facility in Queens, New York. While in custody, Fedorova's accomplices take over seven major banks in New York City. Through riddle stories and flashbacks with brilliant FBI agent Val Turner, Fedorova reveals her plans to expose and punish high-ranking American politicians, government agents, and tech billionaires who attempted to kill her family. As each bank is reclaimed by authorities, another clue is discovered and another arrest is made. Like a sympathetic conspiracy revealing Robin Hood, Fedorova gains public support through video uploads of the corruption taking place under everyone's noses. And when Fedorova's ultimate goal is finally uncovered, it will reach into the gold vaults of the Federal Reserve and even the Oval Office itself. Starring Morena Bakarin as Fedorova and Ryan Michelle Bathay as Agent Turner, this overly contrived cat-and-mouse labyrinth of payback and deception will not win any awards, but it will keep you guessing and screaming, ooh, girl, as each puzzle piece is put into place. With more aha moments than a jealous spouse going through your texts, I give the endgame a very cunning 8 out of 10. I'm MFG, and that's my two-minute Rocket Review. Geeks on the go. Now with something. <laughs> now with something. That's better than nothing, I guess. <laughs> because that movie... Oh. Yeah, but you gave it a six and a half. I should be saying nothing. Six and a half because of the action and bloodshed. Not and just for story. The, and just the uh, nostalgia. Yes. Mike's, Mike, Mike's speaking so highly of it because he wants to hear to watch the third one. That's why. <laughs> and then, like, but it's okay. It was in color. I think you need to be blind. To and then after the third one, I'm going to be like, you were all fools. <laughs> <laughs> watch the third one be the best out of all of them. Yeah. Was catch all the kimonos there. We'll, we'll be crying. I cried. So, it, was, it was so beautiful. <laughs> I saw God. <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh that's something to look forward to all right everybody you know the segment i give quick questions they give quick answers on all things geek and we make it under a minute every now and again we've been pretty successful recently i made the questions a little bit longer just because i knew i had more time 
has been purposely done. <laughs> so you've made the questions longer and then wonder why we don't make it. No, no, I'm minute. saying this time. Uh, okay. <laughs> this time. <laughs> All right. Ready, set, go. Name another character besides Punisher, Wolverine, and Deadpool that really benefit from a graphically violent movie. Mike. Lobo, but I don't want to see it. Oh, wow. Okay. I was waiting for you to say that. Uh, Ralph. God damn it, Mike. Get out of my fucking head. <laughs> Lobo as well? Lobo, and I definitely want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Ant-Man will be the first MCU movie in 2023. What prediction for this movie that people shouldn't... Ah, let's say it again. What's a prediction for this movie that people shouldn't get their hopes up for? Ralph. Uh, seeing Loki in it. Ah. Just because we see it's in the quantum realm, don't assume that the time variant society... Uh, so, very, agency. Uh, agency. There it is. That's the word. Is there. Mike? That Scott's daughter will be an interesting hero. <laughs> oh, oh <shit>. damn. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> Which MCU property could benefit for having their movie re-released in 40X? Ralph. Oh, I didn't see the re. I was just going to say. No, re-released. Ant-Man Quantumania. Because that okay. should be done. But any of the Ant-Man movies probably would be better in 40X. Time's up with your long ass answers. My question was just as long. <laughs> Mike? Uh, the Chang Chi film, because the smell of Chinese food would be awesome. <laughs> wow. Holy hell. Grandma's cooking. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, but the smell of a, of a dusty old freaking karaoke place doesn't make me feel good. That's all right. It's just going to smell like sweat, cocaine, and hookers. <laughs> That's all it's going to smell like. Um, <laughs> That's just Mike's college years. <laughs> wow. Okay. I, I couldn't have a, have a witty response for that. <laughs> I, oh, I mean, and obviously the occasional sex, too. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> occasional. It'll smell like ashtray like God. You know? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll say this. For the, for the thing we talked about, um, people not getting their hopes up. People, let's stop getting our hopes up about Doctor Doom showing up in every single MCU movie. Don't get me wrong. And this panel, especially the guy to my right, Mike, 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 loves Doctor Doom as much as the next person. But let's, let's temper our our hopes and just enjoy the movie for what it is. And the reason why I say that is I watch enough YouTube just to see what people talk about to hear them like already guessing what's going yeah. on. And I'm like, you're really stretching it. There's something uh, they're really stretching. Well, there's that. And then there's that they, they stretch it and then they're disappointed. And it's like, no, you disappointed yourself that the movie didn't have blank, blank, blank. You know, the, when the first trailer for quantum Mania came out and people saw Kang, right? All the freaking racist nerds would be like, but Kang has a blue face. Kang has a blue face. Why doesn't he have a blue face? Then they released the second trailer and you see his blue face. And people are like, but Kang is still black. Why is he black? Yeah, it's, yeah but that's, that's the problem. <laughs> so you already know where the rating's going to go on that movie, no matter what happens. They're like, the <laughs> yeah. Egyptian version of Kang wasn't black. So why is this one black? And I'm like, you fucking guys. Because it's just they, a different world. Get over yourself. They gave you the blue face. They explained it. There it is. Leave it at that. Probably the best, like, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, no, please. I was going to say, to me, Kang doesn't actually need to have a blue face, per se, because he's in a helmet. Yeah, exactly. For the longest time, I assumed that it was a tinted, you know, slightly tinted I glass. I never thought that, but when know? I saw it, I was like, oh, that makes sense, and moved on, you yeah. know. Because I did say in the last podcast, I wanted to see him with the blue face, but once I saw the introduction of that shield, I'm like, oh, that makes sense, and kept yeah, That's what I always assumed it was. I never thought that he, you know, because he had a helmet on, I, I never thought that it wasn't anything besides glass. I mean, he could have been blue, but that, you know, it just... Yeah, but Baron Von Zemo with his, with his thing, really? That yeah. seemed feasible? But, yeah. <laughs> How do you and your son spill, like, immovable glue on your mask? And <laughs> is, it, is it... I've never seen spilling glue on a mask as, like, a hereditary, like, trait. You know? Genetically clumsy. It's the same situation, but it happened differently. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, but also what I do find funny about the people that were crying, like you said, about... 
they're crying that she have a blue face, which is their way of saying that he shouldn't be black, period. But it's just like, but you're like, well, why is he black? You know, da 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 da. And I'm like, well, why is he blue? He's descended from the Richards, so he wouldn't be blue either. Right. Blue da blue dee da. Blue die. Da blue dee da. Blue die. He doesn't know that reference. Oh. No, to me, it sounds like you're speaking in tongues. It's a song by Eiffel 65 that was very popular back in the 90s. Remember when you were like six years old? I was about to say, I probably wasn't even born at that point. But sure, that sounds about right. <laughs> the lies. The lies of this podcast. Why? That's not who sang the group, a song? <laughs> That's not the age, but okay. <laughs> All right. Shout out. Any of you gentlemen want to give out shout outs? I would like to shout out these two fine gentlemen. It's very good to see you guys two episodes in a row in Whoa. person. Woohoo! Which is awesome. I hope we can keep doing this. Yeah, sure that. I agree. No, okay. No, no. <laughs> 2023. Shout out to everybody, new listeners, old listeners. I definitely want to shout out these fine gentlemen that I work with. Sure. I mean, yeah, whatever at, you want to call it. At least he paused to think about it. <laughs> you said the word wrong. It's fine. Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. They're they're, they're fine. Um, That's why Mike couldn't go into acting. <laughs> That's why you only stuck to directing. <laughs> but uh, no, definitely, because they're, they're, they're fantastic. And I, I love seeing you guys as much as possible. Um, but I also want to shout out the family that I got to see over the holiday time. So everybody's looking fine. Fine. But that sounds weird when you say it about family. <laughs> uh, they're, they're all doing well. Um, and I, I have asked my wonderful niece, uh, Cheryl, what's going on with the Air Force? Still not getting the recommendations, still not getting the government funding, you know, like so that I think if they can put like, you know, $800 billion towards that, they can throw a billion dollars towards us. Wait, you know, you guys haven't received your checks from the Air Force? No, not yet. Oh, then I, I, I'm, I didn't say anything. Though. Oh, okay. You guys just hold so much out for me. I just feel so <laughs> lost now. <laughs> Commander, pull back the drone. No. <laughs> well, um, shout out all to the usuals. I mean, I always pick everybody out. Um, special shout out to Aaron with a Y. Hope everything's going good by you. But not where you think. <laughs> <laughs> My gosh, if somebody put a Y in the beginning, it'd be horrible. <laughs> um, Yaren? Yaren. <laughs> Please, in some language, Y is an E sound. Anyway, um, Johannes, um, South Carolina, Tinkerbell, um, MS for Marvel, Lady J. Um, Joe the intern, everybody, everybody, um, um, Kev the dad, everybody. Hope everybody's having a really good beginning of the year. Yes, it's Big Daddy Kev. Big Daddy Kev. I think Kev the dad is different. Changes it up a little bit. Daddy Kev. Daddy Kev. I just really would love to see the reaction to his little son's face when he's just like, "Who's a good boy? Who's a good boy?" <laughs> Listen, his son is already a Sith Lord. I don't think any Kev, I don't even want to hear you ever tell me, I don't even sound like that. You fucking guys over-exaggerate. Some bullshit. Guys fucking take poetic license and shit. I'm going home. Notice how the only Dominican in the room is not making fun of the other <laughs> Respect, Kev. <laughs> I guess that's a good way of ending our show. So for MFG, also known as Mike, and RT Squared off the Tech, this is the cap saying, keep it geeky. See you next time. <laughs>